0: Just a minute. I'm coming.
1: FBI, open up!
0: Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about this recent raid on Trump's house and use an extended piece of audio to just show people that the idea that constitutional conservatives are on your side or that they have solutions is not true because I hear it all the time, what's your solution? Um, I've given my solution and it's a hell of a lot better than the so-called voting solution that constitutional conservatives provide. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer. i practice practiced law for more than 30 years and the reason people like me is because I used to be a constitutional conservative for decades and then I figured to scam out. And now I tell people the truth about what a complete scam it really is. And not only have I practiced law for that long, but I also am a self-certified master practitioner. gave myself that award almost 20 years ago when I figured out that constitutional conservative scam. And I recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the work I've done on these podcasts. So I'm pretty happy with all these fake awards. I'm sure I'll get some more fake awards in the future. But those are just to make sure that you understand I do have credentials. Like these credentials and experts they bring on to TV with all their credentials. I got my own credentials. (laughs) All right, let's stop fooling around and start the show. So I want to make a show about this recent raid on Trump's residence. And I want to play a pretty extended piece of audio from one of the typical constitutional conservatives in media I just happened to catch. And I made it a point to listen to some others uh, that night and then uh, this morning prior to the time I made this show just to make sure there wasn't something else happening. And, of course, all of them sound exactly the same, up in arms about the raid always pushing the voting crap as a result, and all the same kinds of things you'd expect and that you will hear when I play this extended clip. Like I said, it's going to take a little bit to play it, so I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to talk over it some. I'm going to stop it periodically like I always do, but I'm definitely going to place some more of it to really get a flavor for what it's like if you're listening to this and all the people who fall for this crap, because I'm just so sick and tired of these constitutional conservatives. I'm so sick and tired of them because they are the problem. They're what keep us from being able to get any kind of freedom because they drive everybody off into this, this voting constitution ditch that obviously doesn't work. And the endless amount of violations that the guy goes over that they talk about and the lying and all this different crazy shit that's going on all the time, it has been forever. They just act as though Somehow, magically, by saying the words voting, that somehow that fixes it, even though there's literally never been a time when it wasn't just corrupt as hell. And I get tired of people saying, well, what's your solution? What the fuck is the solution that voting offers? What is it? When has it ever actually worked? Oh, Trump was doing it. Well, whatever people think was working at some time in the past has all been swept away by whatever followed it. And that's the part they don't get, that that's the way it works. They trick you into thinking it can work. Oh, look at the progress you make. Oh, but then those rascally Democrats get in there and it all gets changed. That's the fairy tale. People keep believing. What is the solution that voting offers? What is it? I mean, we got at least half the country who doesn't support these things you support. So how is this ever going to work? It's just going to go back and forth. It doesn't make any sense. The voting under the Constitution is no solution. It's proven to not work. At least the kind of stuff I've suggested again and again could work, but we have to decentralize. There's no way for this to ever work. And it's so outrageous to me the way the constitutional conservatives act as though this is some kind of new thing. They just ignore all the crazy shit that went on with the Civil War and right after, where the Republicans were in charge and they created this entire insane centralized police state we live under. They're responsible for it. The 911 narrative with all the Patriot Act and all the stupid crap, that's all them. All the insane financial reporting and everything else where they keep everybody under lock and key, that's them. All the shit that went on with COVID, that was the Republicans. None of it could have happened without Trump. Stupid national declaration of emergency, that doesn't even exist under the holy Constitution they love so much. I just can't stand the hypocrisy and the pretend that somehow their answers work and that the problem is liberals. Of course, these liberals are a bunch of commies. It's obvious as hell. The problem is the conservatives are running cover for them. And you'll hear all about it when I'm playing these clips. It's just... It's it's beyond absurd what we've got at this point that anybody can still be believing in this fairy tale about the Constitution somehow being the answer. It's just, I don't get it. Less rights, bigger government, bigger debt, constant war. Now we're in constant terror at all times at different things. Literally, the government controls pretty much every part of your life. There's almost nothing you can do that government doesn't have to give you permission for with some kind of license or registration, some form or fashion. It's just absurd. Certifications, and you have to go to proper schools that have to be government approved. and It's unbelievable. And yet people still run around and act like we can just get a vote. You'll hear it. You'll hear why it was so amazing. And honestly, I don't listen to these guys that much anymore. I used to. When I was a constitutional conservative, I would listen to them, and I'd be cheering on this stupid shit. Of course, I figured it out decades ago now. It's just that the stuff is so insane, I only hear it periodically, but the little bit I hear, it's always insane. I could probably do this exact same kind of show with literally any piece of audio someone gives me from any constitutional conservative on radio or media. Because it's always the same routines they use. It's always the same scam. And it keeps us from being able to ever be free because it takes all the people who want the right things and drives them into these ditches. And this piece of audio is such a great example of it. So I'm going to go ahead and play some of it, and we're going to start this. He's been talking about basically how the raid of the president's compound obviously had been planned for quite a while, at least a month or so, to get it organized, and that people... In Congress and media and stuff are all coordinating and and covering it all up and in on the scam and how outrageous that is. And hey, dude, you're never going to get me to be on board with the FBI raiding people. So I'm completely against it. It is completely insane. But my point of this show is that even with something this insane going on, just like we are on the heels of the insanity of COVID and the National Declaration of Emergency and Operation Warp Speed and spending tens of trillions of dollars on a bunch of shit the government has no authority to do, even with all of that insanity, and now just turning people against each other by raiding the president's home, that phony baloney AJ trial going on down there who's going to get some verdict. It's just a default. All these things, they run all the time. They're just to put fear into your heart that this could happen to you, too, that the government could come after you if you step out of line. That's the entire purpose. All this keeping those people from January 6th, that's all the same purpose. It's not about Republicans. It's about the fact that both sides are making sure that everyone's scared of the government. Okay? So he talks all about this, and I'm going to pick it up right there. So let's go ahead and start that.
1: Absolutely, Absolutely sickening. Sickening. And for weeks, they knew they were doing this. Yep. Uh huh. That's why Merrick Garland did that interview. Okay. That's why the FBI director wouldn't respond to very clear questions.
0: Okay. That goes directly to the point I've made many times, which is they all need to be under oath when they respond to questions and talk to the public, right? But that's no type of thing he ever discusses. It's always about the voting in the system. So there he is another example, just example after example he gives of things where I've pointed these things out in general, and he doesn't offer them.
1: That's why the committee members, every damn one of them, have been on TV for months demanding the indictment of Donald Trump.
0: The whole committee's a joke.
1: They were working for the prosecution.
0: Okay. What can we do about it?
1: Clearly a violation of separation of powers.
0: There you go. He's been talking about all these so-called constitutional violations, the fact that they have no authority to do any of this, but they're doing it. They're doing it all, right? So if there's no constitutional authority, why aren't these people in prison? Why? Well, because of all the reasons I've laid out countless times. That saying it's a violation of the Constitution when there's no actual criminal penalty associated with it is a meaningless statement. It's a meaningless statement. And this is another perfect example. He just goes on all these different violations. Nothing happens. Oh, they shouldn't be doing it. And you'll hear his ridiculous so-called uh, solution. So funny to me. So there you go. So this is a separation of powers. They have no authority, have no constitutional authority to do any of it, but they're doing it, right? It's all going on. So just getting on the radio and talking about what does it do? Nothing. It keeps you from actually doing something about it and catching on to the actual solutions and problems. And the problem is people like this and other people in the media who push the Constitution when it obviously doesn't work. I mean, it can't be any more obvious than it is right now. So let's keep going.
1: We don't have a single judge in the District of Columbia.
0: (laughs) Listen to this crap. With
1: enough guts and backbone to deal with this, not one.
0: Okay, so I don't understand. So how will the system work? These guys are appointed for life. That's supposedly the solution, right? But as I've told you again and again, the judicial system is a scam. So here it is. He's admitting there's no judges to deal with it. The Congress is out of control. Okay, so what can happen? How can voting fix any of this? The judges can't be voted out. They're okay with the corruption. The FBI is okay. There's no agents coming out today. There's no mass uh, people coming out and saying, we're all quitting in objection. There's nobody at the DOJ coming out and doing any of this. When Trump was in charge, he didn't fire all the people, the FBI and the DOJ, even though all this stuff was going on during his time. All this crazy shit with Comey and Clapper, and he references it later. Trump didn't do anything about any of that. He didn't do anything about any of it. So how can the vote help if Trump couldn't do anything about it when he was in there? Oh, he needs more people. So there it is again, see? So you have Trump's in there. He has the House. He has the Senate. And you have the presidency. He can't do anything about it. But they still want to push voting. So there you go.
1: Okay, let's keep going. Not one. That stands for liberty. Not one. So what are they doing? Why aren't they impeached? (laughs) I don't get it. And I pray to God I'm not the only one speaking out against this. Oh, God,
0: please. Come on.
1: Guy. Backbenchers, we need you now.
0: God, the way he promotes himself so ridiculous.
1: We need you now. <sighs> God. And what's the purpose of all this?
0: Oh, uh, let me guess. Political. To indict him. <laughs> of course, maybe. Who cares, right? It's not about scaring him. To affect
1: you. the Republican primaries. There you go. To get to him before he announced.
0: Mm hmm. Okay.
1: That's why you had a lot of Republican operatives say, please don't announce before the primary, that this November. Please don't announce before November. Please, please. Many of them were rhinos. Of course. All right.
0: So I don't doubt it. There is probably a lot of this going on. So Trump had the House, the Senate, when he was president for the first two years. Didn't do a damn thing. People say, oh, he couldn't. He was do-. He could have. He didn't. He could have. But he didn't. And so it's silly to talk about how they'd be scared of him. Why? What happened when he was president? What happened to any of them? Was Hillary indicted? Was Obama? Any of the previous Obama people? This guy ran show after show after show like everybody else in the Constitutional conservative movement talking about how corrupt it all was under Obama. What happened? Nothing happened when Trump got in there. Nothing happened. <laughs> all right. Let's continue on with this ridiculousness.
1: Rhinos on TV. Okay. And you know who they are. Rhinos, okay. The Worst thing he could do is to announce before November and hurt our candidates 15 boxes of material.
0: Okay, this is what we're told.
1: So China is on the precipice of invading Taiwan (laughs) and nobody's going to give a crap. (laughs)
0: This guy is the biggest warmonger. Here's a great example of him just accepting at face value the government narrative about what supposedly is dangerous, okay, from the same government he says is fully corrupted. It makes no sense. The Chinese, if they want to take Taiwan, as I told people, how is it any different than the Union invading the South, which created a whole new country? They voted and they left. How is it any different? China wants Taiwan back. Okay, we'll take it back. It's whose business it is of ours. We're not the world's police force. We're as corrupt as they come. But of course, it has to turn into some kind of national security thing. That's why I did that whole series on it. You can see how they operate. None of their shit makes any sense. The government's fully corrupt, but we have to defend this government. We have to protect our government because we're the good guy in the world. He's just showing you how much of a corrupt piece of shit we are. And then he's telling you about how we need to go over and protect Taiwan from China. It's so fucking stupid.
1: Nobody's going to care. Yeah, I'm certainly not. The Iranians are about to have <laughs> fucking Iranians. nuclear warheads on ICBMs, and nobody's going to care. <laughs> oh my
0: God, how many nuclear warheads do we have? Everybody's got them. They're surrounding the country all the time. We are the only countries who's ever even used them. It's just, uh, it's just such hypocrisy and idiocy as though this has something to do with the fact that this system runs uh, corruptly and is going after Trump for whatever reason. It could all just be a show. We have no idea. We have no fucking clue what's going on. But to drag this in and make it a national security issue? Come on,
1: people. God,
0: how can people fall for this?
1: This is also a national security calamity. Of course it is. Absolute calamity. Calamity. It's the United States of the Democrat Party. They want to change the voting system nationwide so they can't lose. They just ran through a massive spending system to destroy our energy system
0: how can they do all these things if the Constitution limits them? Isn't it criminal? How are they doing all of this? Why do we have anything to fear if the Constitution is the law of the land? How can they just violate it flagrantly if they just supposedly have enough votes? See, none of that makes any sense. You can't violate the Constitution with absolutely no consequence if it's the law of the land, unless the law of the land is a meaningless statement. And the only thing that actually matters is whoever runs the government. That's it. Well, that's the reality is whoever runs a government, and guess what? Only one team actually runs the government. Both of these teams are out there just to keep people fooled. I mean, listen to this utter nonsense.
1: I mean, the, the list of stuff he goes through is just hilarious. To make you poor. Okay. How can the government have that authority? And to put you on more government programs. <laughs> How can it have the authority to do any to of this? To refuse to secure the border, which <laughs> is a constitutional violation.
0: There you go. Another constitutional violation. What happens about it? Nothing.
1: With the president's oath to take care that the laws are faithfully executed. But he doesn't. The attorney general has done nothing.
0: Okay, that's it. This attorney
1: general has threatened parents at school board meetings without any jurisdiction at the direction of the White House. There you go. He has sued Republican state legislatures, not a Democrat one, because he doesn't like the voting laws they put in place.
0: Okay, so it's just a slew of things they're doing. They have no authority to do any of this stupid shit, right? Just a slew, and there's no consequence. And you'll hear his ridiculous response and answer.
1: He has sued one Republican state legislature because he doesn't like their abortion law. (laughs) He has no authority for much of this. (laughs) He admits it all, see? And I'm waiting to see how the Republicans on Capitol Hill respond to this. They should be jumping up and down in absolute fury. (laughs) <laughs> I just love this.
0: That is just so stinking funny to me because that is exactly all the authority they have. That's all you can hope they can do is you. You want them to jump up and down with fury, <laughs> and what will that accomplish? It'll accomplish nothing. They're in a minority. I've pointed out all the different way the rules work. It's all set up in a certain way under the so-called Constitution. Congress makes its own laws. This whole thing is a scam. It's a whole scam. So what he's hoping is he better see Republicans jumping up and down in absolute fury. Okay. Well, what would that accomplish? What would it accomplish?
1: Nothing. <laughs> That's the,
0: this is such a funny part.
1: Absolute fury. <laughs> Now's not the time uh, as Thomas Paine put it for summer soldiers.
0: So he always refers to these revolutionary war period time, but he's never in favor of a revolution. See, he's never in favor of it. He's, it's as though he, the revolution we have now is that we're all going to band together and have these cast these meaningless votes that don't do anything. I mean, it's just so funny to me, jump up and down and furious,
1: furious. No, I'm not talking about war, you nuts at the New York Times and the Washington Post. There you go. Now is the time for <laughs> men and women who believe in liberty to raise their voices, nonviolently, <laughs> civilly, legitimately. <laughs> Not like them. Oh, my God. Now is the time to contact your member of the House of Representatives (laughs) and your senator and demand that they speak out rather than sit back and watch how this plays out. Wow. Let's sit and watch how this plays out. It played out. It's played out countless times. (laughs) This is the precursor to indictments.
0: Yeah. So?
1: That's what it is.
0: Okay. It is. So?
1: They did this before he announced They did this before the November election. And as a former chief of staff to an attorney general of the United States, we never would have done this. (laughs) Certainly not this way. (laughs) Not this way. And if we had an attorney general who was half as politically corrupt as Merrick Garland, a Ronald Reagan would have said, what the hell are you thinking?
0: Wow, that's strong.
1: What are you doing?
0: Wow, that's strong.
1: What are you doing?
0: Wow, that would be very effective to say that.
1: This FBI. Remember Comey? (laughs) Remember McCabe? (laughs) Remember Baker? (laughs) Remember FISA? Uh, Remember the dossier? Remember the phony Russian information? Yeah. All with the FBI. Remember all that? Yes. Remember Brennan? Yes. What was the other kook's name? The ball guy. I can't remember him. Remember head of the CIA? Yeah. Clapper. Uh Uh-huh. Clapper, Brennan, all over the place. No, they were lying about Russian collusion.
0: Yes. And what happened to any of them? See, what happened to any of them? Nothing. Who was the president when all that happened? <laughs> Trump. And he had control of the DOJ. What happened? He could have fired these people. He could have had them indicted. He could have all oh, those. But nothing happened, see? You hear this string of absolute absurdities where he's just pointing at all the corruption. And then... The solutions make no sense, see? And it's as though this is the first time the FBI was crooked. I mean, what do you think Randy Weaver was? What do you think of the entire situation there when they burned all the people there in Waco? What was that about? What about when they covered up all that JFK assassination shit? What about all the stuff they did to Martin Luther King and to all the other people in the 60s? What about all that? What about the fact that they allowed all this House Un-American Committee crap to go on when, in fact, it was all true? There were a bunch of commies in there. <laughs> we found that out years later. What about all that? What about the fake surprise attack on Pearl Harbor? What about that? What about the fake reason we got into Vietnam War? What about all these other things? See, they they act like this stuff is just new. It's not new. This is the way they run things. has been forever. Forever, and I'm not even going back to all the crazy shit that went on the Civil War and right after it that I've gone over in other shows. The idea somehow that this situation is unusual and just popping up because of liberals is preposterous. All the stupid shit that went on with 911, all those FBI agents that stayed silent, all that phony baloney hijacker stuff they ran around and they continue to promote. What about all that? What about the Patriot Act? What about all the rights we've lost? I don't understand. How is this gonna be fixed by a vote for these jokers who are doing the same thing to us? I don't get it. Jump up and down and raise their voice? Call your representative. <laughs> uh, so here we go, hold we still in the listing of all the
1: different things they did. Remember the over 50 national security experts? Yes. About yeah. Hunter's laptop? Yes. These people are corrupt. They don't believe in republicanism. They don't believe in democracy. They don't believe in the constitution.
0: That's it all went on during Trump's administration and nothing happened. And all those phrases he just gave, I've given show after show explanations to show you that they're meaningless, say that they don't believe in constitutionalism. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean? If these things are all violations of the constitution, and nothing can happen to them. How is it a violation of the constitution? What does it mean to say it's a violation of the Constitution? There's no consequence. And it's not a violation of the Constitution. A whole hundred million people disagree. So I don't understand. I don't understand how the Supreme Court itself splits on all these things. These are meaningless statements, people. This is just the way that this rhetoric is used to keep you trapped. It's not true. The constitutional conservative position is not true. It doesn't mean the liberal position is true. It means they're both not true. See, they're both designed to work together to keep you inside this framework where you can't win, where the government grows and grows and grows and grows and grows in power, where you're totally helpless, where your vote is a joke, where the enforcement of laws is obviously double, triple, quadruple standards. It's just silly. He's just making my point over and over if you can see it. Let's continue because it's just so ludicrous.
1: Raiding an ex president's home—it
0: is absurd, and outrageous. I agree.
1: What's he going to do? Where is he going to escape to?
0: I don't know. Obviously, not flight risk. Silly.
1: And then you see the coordination with the New York Times and Maggie Haberman in her book. Uh-huh, of course, pictures of ripping up and flushing down a toilet.
0: The media has been in bed with the fucking government forever. What do you think happened in the church hearings? I don't understand. Operation Mockingbird. It's 50 years ago. You think it's gotten better? They want to point to these other kinds of people, but look around. Look what they push. Nothing ever works. They told us in the 70s that nobody in media that got through wasn't on the CIA payroll. You think that's changed now? Look how much more crazy and corrupt it is. They have 100% locked on this stuff. So, of course, the New York Times is in coordination. The New York Times has covered up every single government narrative that pushes that 911 shit. I don't get it. So does this guy. So do all the constitutional conservatives. It's a lie. It's one of the biggest lies to ever be used by the government to lock you down. They act like they're on your side. They're not. How can anybody be confused at this level? How can anybody not see these absurd contradictions when they do it for a living? I don't get it. I understand how they trick the people. They're not making a living doing it. But These people make a living doing it every day with the same set of lies. Every day with the the liberals are doing this and the unconstitutional that and nothing ever happens. They just change the storyline. Come on, people. Wake up.
1: (sighs) Wow and she puts them out today perfectly coordinated
0: uh-huh right
1: So how many times have we heard that they have a smoking gun how many times have we heard they have his fingerprints Endless. how many times have we heard they have dna instead they have to take these criminal laws uh-huh. try and massage them mm-hmm. try and massage the information right you are seeing the criminalization of politics Come on,
0: guys. What do you think the Civil War was? What do you think afterwards was the Reconstruction? That's what the Republicans did. They set this entire system up. They gave us the Department of Justice after the Civil War to run around and do this kind of shit. Come on, it's been used forever. They have the IRS. Why do you think they have it? It's been corrupt. It's a way to keep people in line. All these things are. The FBI, the ATF, this endless fucking alphabet agencies. They're there to spy on you, to keep you in line. This guy's the biggest supporter of it. Claims it's all national security horse shit. They all do. See, they all do. It's not consistent. You can't support a giant fucking police state like they do uh, to supposedly defend us against China and all these made-up threats all over. And then be surprised when it's used against the people and abused. That's the reason it's there. (laughs) It's just, oh, my God, that's unbelievable. People still buy this shit.
1: And it started five years ago.
0: Started five years ago. Listen to how absurd that is. Started five years ago. The politicization of this stuff started five years ago. The criminalization of politics. Give me a break. The same kind of stuff's been going on forever. Think of all the dirty tricks LBJ pulled. Think of all the dirty tricks they pulled back in the 50s. Eisenhower himself, he oversaw all that insanity after World War II. Anybody can go read the books and see what we did to Germany and the German military. We wasted them. We starved them. We killed them by the millions. We were actually the war criminals there. It's crazy. And it's just all ignored. He just runs around as though we're his own guys in white hats. All the different shit the CIA does with the drugs. and It's just endless. And yet he goes back and acts like we're somehow this amazing country if we could just get back to the Constitution he sees. When are they going to catch on, people? Catch on. Five years ago. Five years ago. What a joke. Well, I'll be right back. And that's where he wraps it up. And you can go listen to the whole show. It was, it was on uh, August 8th. Anybody can go pull it up and listen to his podcast. You think I took it out of order or took it out of fucking context. It's always the same, man. <laughs> uh, it was so funny to me. You need to be calling your representatives. They need to be jumping up and down um, and upset. That's it. That's the supposed solution. I mean, how does that work? What does it matter if everybody jumps up and down? I've shown you again and again, it doesn't matter. If they have the votes, they can do it. Well, they have the votes. And then they're completely immune under Article One, Section 6. <laughs> I don't get it. They're completely and totally immune. So I don't understand what it is that's supposedly going to happen with the vote. He admits there's judges won't do anything, that the FBI is fully corrupt, That the DOJ is out of hand, the DOJ is corrupt, that what they're doing is unconstitutional. He goes through this whole list, and what's his answer? He expects other people to jump up and down and be furious. Okay, well, that's complete impotence. I don't understand. He's making my case that the system can't possibly work, and the idea that we're going to get back in power, it's never worked. See, it's never, ever worked in the entire history of the world, let alone this country. There's no place in the world this system of voting is somehow working to protect people's rights and keep government small. There's no place it's working. And yet they discontinue this line of bullshit about it working. And that it could theoretically work under this theoretical fairy tale that could exist. But it can't exist because you have hundreds of millions of people who disagree with you. So I don't understand. And like I said, I listened to some other radio shows, and I heard a guy calling in this morning who was upset that Trump needs to be in prison. And all he did basically, it was obviously a legit kind of caller. He was nervous, and he was saying all sorts of stupid shit. And all he was doing is repeating the kinds of phrases that you hear about Trump. You know, that's it. He's a tax cheat. Okay, well, they've already investigated. They didn't find anything. That he interfered with an election. What does that even mean? All sorts of people interfere with elections. Oh, you got to go to prison for that? They don't put anybody in prison for interfering with elections. All the stuff Congress does is interfering with elections all the time. They constantly use their authority to interfere. That's why they constantly get reelected. They have a better uh, re-election rate than the entire uh, Soviet bloc did when they would be getting re-elected. They get reelected more often than those Soviet representatives did. Why? Because they have it locked down. The idea of interfering with an election, making a phone call, it's interfering. It's all idiotic. This is all idiotic. All you do is look back and see what happened in the election of 1800. When Jefferson got in there, with Burr. go look at it. Go look it up. I did some articles on it. I've done some small shows about it. It's just corruption has always been around. Look what they did when they inserted in to get Lincoln in there. They bring these third parties in to split it all up. Same way they got Teddy Roosevelt in there. Same way they got fucking Clinton in there. They bring these late third party challengers in there and they split the vote. And that's what they do. Is that not interfering with an election? It's a silliness. And yet, I'm telling you, tens of millions of people believe all this stuff, just like they wear masks and run around and believe Tony Fauci and everything else. And why? Because it's just so much brainwashing from the time they're born. They go to these government indoctrination camps for 12 years. And in the meantime, they're just seeing endless media portraying this exact same charade, this red versus blue charade. That's all they do. And... The idea somehow that there's a solution here that involves voting for these kinds of people and kind inside the system is just silly. It's just silly. And so that should put an absolute nail in the coffin with regards to, well, what are your solutions? You heard his solutions. You heard his solutions. You're supposed to jump up, down, and be furious and call your representative who needs to jump up, down, and be furious. And then you get organized and you get your people in there. What happens? The same thing that happened when Trump was in there. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. And then they roll him back out. And then they stir everybody up again with a new candidate that's going to get in there for sure. And this time, he's going to double secret probation him in. He's really going to get him then. No discussion of dismantling all this stuff. No discussion of how unconstitutional these agencies are. Nothing. All the stuff about the policy, how the government's taking over everything. The government policies wreck the gas prices and the food prices, inflation, and shut down the energy. How do they have the authority to do any of this? Who gave it to them? Well, there's a limited government. If it's so limited, if this is what a limited government looks like, what would an unlimited government look like? What would a government with a lot of power look like? If ours is a limited government, how much more power can they have? <laughs> it's is insane, see? It's insane. Oh, it hasn't been tried, all oh, this other crap. It was 240 years. It obviously can't work. It obviously can't work. It's time to admit it. It's time to admit it. The Civil War proved whatever the Constitution was dead. Whatever it was, dead after that. You can't have a voluntary union after a Civil War. It's totally impossible. It's an impossibility. It doesn't matter what the war was about. You can't force half the states back in and then claim it's a voluntary union. It just can't. And of course, that's why both sides are so on board with the Civil War, and they push that whole slavery angle, which is all just utter nonsense. It's just all complete and total nonsense less than 25% of anybody in the South even had a slave and the vast majority of people who had a slave had one slave. So you've got less than 25% of the population has a slave, even has one slave in the South. How could they get so many people to be on board for wanting to keep slavery and willing to go out there and die and have their cities burned down to the very last man basically fight a death struggle when only 25% of the people even owned a slave. That doesn't make any sense. And the vast majority of people who owned slaves only owned one slave. And there's almost no difference between the quality of life of the slave and just a basic worker. It was like 1% or 2% or something of the entire South. They basically owned all the slaves. It was just a bunch of rich people like it always has been. It's always a scam. Everything you're told about this stuff is lies to promulgate this fantasy about the Constitution being this brilliant document, this freedom machine, and the vote being so important. That's what it's all about. And shows like this, and the shows with the constitutional conservatives all the time, that's what they're all about. That's why they get promoted. That's why that entire thing's allowed to run on, because it doesn't threaten the actual system. So if it threatened the system, people like that wouldn't make millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars every year. It wouldn't work. They'd have the same kind of thing happen to them like me, where they get booted off shit, and they'd be shut down, and shit would all be restricted, and they'd be called a kook and everything else. That's what happens to the people who are actual threats to the system, and they eventually get killed if they get traction, which eventually would happen to me, too. If I got any traction, they'd just kill me, too, or throw me in prison on some phony charges. That's all. That's all. They wouldn't promote them like this guy who's on TV all the time and radio, these people this promoting this horse shit. Why doesn't that tick people off? I don't understand. How can that not make them snap to and understand? that The system will never allow people inside the system to take the system down, to teach you how to take the system down. You have to be outside the system to do that. And yet, they look to these people who are all in the system making tens of millions of dollars as though those people are going to lead them out to the promised land. They're not. That should be your first clue, but it's still not enough for people. And like I said, for me, I never caught on to it until I had the Internet. Once I had the Internet, I caught on very quickly. That's why it's just so astounding to me that here, more than 20 years after the Internet's been extremely usable and good, so few people catch on. Because the Internet's got the answers. Anyone can go look the stuff up and find out the shit they tell us is not true. And they can see the realities, but they don't do it. They just listen to guys like this and yell right along, you go, absolutely. They're doing exactly what they claim. Raise your voice and be furious (laughs) as we lock you in an electronic medical prison. That's exactly what they want to do. That's exactly what they're there to do is make sure that's where you're driven into. So, uh, well, whatever. I just wanted to put that out there on a timely basis because it's so insane to me that people listen to this. Like I said, I could pick anybody. They're all the same. They all do the same thing. It's just this guy, is, he's very prominent. He is a lawyer. So there's really just no excuse uh, that this guy goes on and on like that. There's just no excuse for any of them. But this guy, uh, he's such a good example because he's held in such high regard. And if these are mistakes, these are innocent mistakes that he's making, I'd love to hear someone explain that to me, how that could ever happen. I'd love to hear it, you know. What's the explanation? You can make all these innocent mistakes always in one direction. <laughs> it's not credible. So so that's it. That's it. That's the show. I don't want to get into a long rant about it either. I wanted to play those clips and laugh about it because they're insane. And people that want to follow me, they can still follow me for a while, I guess, till they kick, kick me off. I'm on Twitter, Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. I also opened up a Telegram channel. It's got a chat form. I think it's called uh, Legal Man the Quash, and the group chat is like Legal Man the Quash group. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, they're public. You can go there. If they boot me off, that's where I'll be. I'll let people know where to find me when I pop back up on Twitter and things like that. And there's a lot of people there already who are all like-minded. They like the show, and so they already are you know, clear-thinking people. So it's a good place to go and a lot of funny people there. So if you don't want to do Twitter, you can go there. And I want to thank the people who are in Patreon, who actually step up and throw skin in the game, like me. I take a lot of chances, and I make the show, and I tell people stuff that's worth a fortune, honestly. You're never going to be able to figure all the stuff out. I've figured it out. I give it to people for free. I'm happy to, if we think it can work. And those people in Patreon, they get a lot of extra shows and stuff. But, you know, they mostly support me, I think, because they have integrity. And they understand that when someone does something that has value and you find it valuable, then you should pay for it. That's the reality. You should pay for it. And these people who have all these advertisers like that guy just played, you know, there's a reason these people have millions and millions of dollars like that. It's because they're not on your side. See, they're not on your side. So thank you to those people in Patreon who support me. And the last thing, I guess, is the movie. It's The Jones Plantation. I play Mr. Jones. It's going to be a great movie, I think. It's written by Larkin Rose. Everybody knows Larkin from the Freedom Movement. And I play Mr. Jones, and we're antebellum kind of setting. It's a allegory about going from chattel slavery to debt slavery. And it's going to come out early this fall. That's the goal still. I've been talking to Andrew, the director, who's doing a great job with that. And, you know, we're going to figure out how to best promote it. I really hope the thing makes a lot of money and people watch it and like it, buy it, make it make money so that we can make more. Because it's a fantastic medium to reach people. Uh, a lot of people don't listen to podcasts. And, you know, we need all the help we can get try to get, get some people. And even if we can't get some people uh, to actually overturn, it, it's nothing else. It's, it's good to have a community of like-minded people. Who knows what kind of answers will pop up if we get more people. We may find all sorts of solutions. So, So I just wanted to give you guys that update. And beyond that, I don't think there's much else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together Man. one more time it's for Legal Man. Legal Man. Legal Great
1: show. Thank you so much. do to tip your serves on the way out. More
0: qualsh. More qualsh.